The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. You can find out more at donfox.net or call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905 972 7420. Good morning, Don and Gary. Hope you are all doing well. Good morning, hey, Scott. Scott. Good morning. You know, it's hey, funny. Don. It's funny to say the least. Um, uh, if you look back at the last, uh, last year or so, I guess inconsistent might describe uh, the world <laughs> we've been going through. And, you know, the one thing we talk about, I think, consistently when we do this show is long term and, and, and keeping consistent. And, you know, obviously at a time where we're seeing some, um, some turbulence in the world. This is one thing that you can at least sort of get a handle on, isn't it, Doc? Absolutely. You know what? Um, change is always part of life, and it has been for the 37 years I've been I've been in this business. And Gary, how long has it been for you now? Uh, 29. 29 years. And so you know, we've seen almost everything. You know, you're, and, and again, in just in the last couple of years, we're seeing a pandemic, uh, invasion. Well, political parties joining together, like inflation rising, all sorts of things. However, one thing stands tried and true is the financial planning process. And I have to repeat this, the financial planning process, because, you know, it's not investment planning it is a process that we go through with every one of our clients. And I know Gary is going to enlighten us even more on this today. Yeah, thanks, Don. You know, I thought it would be a, a really great idea on today's show to, uh, just to point out exactly what we do and uh, specifically. So, so Jay, Mitch, uh, myself, uh, you know, we join, of course, we join Don and Scott uh, on the radio show each week and offer our perspective on, on various financial and investment topics. But today I thought I would, I would turn the focus inward at our team's approach to providing solutions to our clients. So, you know, we've discussed at times uh, previously that there's, there's many different types of financial service or services platforms and models out there in the industry. So it, it's understandable why it can seem so confusing to investors as to which specific type of value proposition may be the best fit for one's needs. You know, we, we see this every time we meet someone for the first time. So let's look at, at our team's processes. Uh, servicing standards and, and client-centric commitment to providing customized, comprehensive financial planning solutions. And we talk about this over and over again about, about financial planning and, and, and financial plans. So let's just uh, dig a little bit deeper. So while many of our new clients are referred by existing clients who are experiencing the kind of value-added service that, that, uh, that they, they're looking for, as well as the many listeners who have reached out you know, through our website, emailing us or by phone, the ultimate growth of the practice is fueled by the ongoing growth of the investment assets over time. So we've always said the better our clients do, the better we do from a business perspective. As clients work towards achieving their their various financial and lifestyle goals through the financial planning advice that that they receive that we provide. So although each each of the four certified financial advisors on, on the Fox Private Wealth Management team bring their own skill sets, experience, and style. 
there are a number of due diligence components to our financial planning processes with clients that are consistent with effective advice and fiduciary responsibilities. And, and I know that that term may not be familiar with everyone, but it's, it's quite simply uh, what we are compelled to do, the way that we work, the service that we provide, and the value that we add to our clients um, as determined by all the various regulators in the industry. And, you know, that, that word fiduciary is a big word like that, that there is actually a, a term used often in the U.S. Actually, you have fiduciaries that will look over people's finances. And here in Canada, it is actually a key component of having your CFP, Certified Financial Planner. As soon as you basically take the oath as, as being a certified financial planner, you have a fiduciary duty to look after the client's best interest first. And that's what we've always done as a team is how can we better their situation, accomplish their goals? Yes, good point. Good point, Don. So, so let's begin with the initial stages of a hypothetical introductory first meeting with a prospective client. So the, the prospective client is asked to gather and prepare all the relevant information, for example, income, average monthly expenses, investment statements, other assets that they, that they own, perhaps, uh, current debt obligations, et cetera. And that's just to, to name some of the basic discussion points and review items that, that would be involved in the meeting. Uh, among the most uh, or the more important preparation details for this uh, prospective client um, are giving some advanced thought to what their various financial and lifestyle priorities are that they have. So it's, it's important that people have a chance to think about what really matters to them. And we will work with people to help bring that out more to the surface but uh, during our conversations. But it's, you know, that's really the, the core of, uh, of everything is, is what really matters, what do they want to accomplish. So at the initial meeting, there, you know, there's a number of, of mutual get to know introductory questions, obviously, and, and discussion, including an overview of the, uh, of the processes, systems, and financial tools that, that we use. But we also, you know, most importantly, we also take the time to begin to allow rapport to build so that there's a, a complete comfort level in terms of having a very uh, effective conversation, again, about what truly matters. So uh, naturally, this meeting also allows for the, the prospective client to get a feel for their, their level of comfort and to determine the value that, that is available to them, along with, uh, with a discussion of what the expectations are, both in terms of the client's expectations as well as, as the expectations at our end. Also, we, can, uh, we, we take advantage at that first meeting of sharing our investment philosophy. And uh, you know, investment philosophy is, is something that is, is grown over time with experience when we've seen a lot of different situations over the years, then our philosophy incorporates all of those different things uh, so that we can, we can provide more, more detailed uh, advice. So the, the, preliminary, or the, the preliminary information that the, the, the prospective client was asked to provide is gathered in more detail at that meeting so we can begin to assess what their overall current situation looks like. So we look at, at cash flow versus expenses, assets, and liabilities, which form their net worth, which is a key ingredient to uh, enabling people to accomplish their goals over time, that the net worth that is. Um, insurance details to address the what-if scenarios in life or various risks that, that can happen. And of course, estate planning matters regarding wills, powers of attorney, legacies, et cetera. 
So the, the financial and lifestyle goals are then fully discussed in detail. And these goals are the foundation, as I alluded to earlier, of a personalized uh, financial planning process. So examples of goals and, and of course, you know, we, we know in advance what the range of, of, of goals and priorities are that people are going to have typically because we've been doing this long enough to have experienced all these and, and many, many of these things, if not all over the years have been talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, debt management, you know, purchasing a home or a vacation home or a vehicle, whatever the case may be, uh, developing a, a financial reserve, you know, protecting against premature uh, death or disability or critical illness for that matter, uh, income tax savings opportunities. I mean, who doesn't want the, uh, to look at, at uh, the ability to pay less tax if it's possible? You know, uh, starting growing or selling a business. We, we do work with a lot of business owners, uh, both entering uh, their business setup or, or, or finding ways to move away and, and, clo- and sell their business. So uh, also, uh, again, post-secondary education, uh, the desired, you know, when and how uh, retirement scenarios, you know, that's something that we, we spend obviously a lot of time on because the first thing we look at is, you know, uh, can you retire financially? And we do all our due diligence to, to provide that information. And then the next question is, do you want to? And, you know, that's a great question. You know, what, everybody says, okay, how do I get there to my comfortable retirement? And is it even possible? And it's, it's almost this like feeling of it's lifted off their shoulders once we work out their cash flow, which really dictates how much money they can put away in order to try to accomplish that goal. Sometimes it means, you know, cutting back on things, but does the end justify the means? And generally it does. It says, okay, do you need to take two vacations a year? If we cut it to one vacation a year, now you get to retire at 65 or what have you. But again, it comes down to knowing exactly their goals because that's the guiding light. And if you, if you start with that and work backwards, then we can really accomplish things. Right. No, excellent point. And, you know, another thing that we, we do certainly as part of the process is we, we examine what uh, a couple or an individual's true uh, risk profile is, what their, what their risk tolerance is through a series of exercises that we, we go through. Um, You know, Don, uh, how many, how many times, you know, far too often we see that a, a prospective client's existing investment portfolio held elsewhere is not consistent with their their actual risk profile once we've gone through that exercise to determine what it is and, and therefore expose them to potential or damaging market risks or inflationary risks. You know, we, we see that all the time. Absolutely. It, wasn't, it was just two weeks ago I saw somebody who was they just widowed, went through their investment portfolio, had never gone through the process we've gone through. They thought that was a financial plan. In fact, it was simply an investment plan. And they were 95% equities. 95% was invested in equity investments, no fixed income. And this is a person that is using those funds to live on for the rest of their life. So again, we had a great conversation and we started to develop a plan from that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so I think basically we, you know, there's, there's a number of processes, as I, as I mentioned, that, that we go through. Um, once we've gathered everything, we've assessed the risk profile, we've, we've looked at an insurance needs analysis to, to address potential risks. Um, then we, we put together a plan, a very detailed plan. And uh, once that plan is completed, then we sit down and, and walk through it. And uh, we may make any adjustments at that point in time that, that uh, come up throughout the conversation. 
And once we've once we've done that, then there's a, a letter of understanding that uh, that includes everything that we are committing to in the relationship, uh, so that so that the the client, the new client, has a full understanding of what their expectations are. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. You can find out more at donfox.net or call them at IG Private Wealth Management, 905-972-7420. Going to take a quick break here. We're coming right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. DonFox.net to find out more and you can call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905-972-7420. All right, uh, obviously the days are longer, the days uh, days are getting warmer, uh, a lot of people getting outside doing a little spring cleanup, but uh, we can do that financially too as well, I guess, Don. Absolutely. We're kind of, I feel like people are, have been hibernating like a bear for two years now. And they're finally opening, getting out of their cave or their house, if you will, and, and say, you know what? What's going to be the post-pandemic life? We kind of got into a groove here. We've got into a, a pandemic groove. It took us a while to get into that groove, but we're in it now. And now let's start by creating a vision of how we would like to see our post-pandemic life look like. And so let's start with, okay, we're going to make some changes. Let's do that financial spring cleanup. No different than you would saying, okay, we're getting rid of some old sweaters and some old hockey equipment and uh, the kids don't even live here the last five years. Let's get rid of their books, etc. whatever it might be. Do you do the same with your money? So let's start refreshing some spending habits. And the first thing I always like to look at is what are your wants when you look at your spending and what are needs? And certainly some of the wants are streaming services, cable, cable channels, gym memberships, Amazon Prime, food delivery services have been huge in the last couple of years, indoor cycling services. And so those are all, call it wants. You can survive without those. And it's particularly in post-pandemic. But what are you going to carry forward? Are you still going to ride your Peloton indoors? Are you going to go back outdoors again? Um, or is it just simply hanging up laundry on this bike as it is? And you might want to stop that monthly membership, which is somewhere around $80 a month. Uh, your food delivery service costs X amount a dollar. Gym membership, maybe it's been on hold and maybe it will come back out of, <laughs> out of, out of the uh, pandemic and you use it again, but maybe not. Um, certainly the difference between streaming services, once you sign up, you sometimes forget what you have. And do you actually use them much? And particularly if someone's around the corner here, you may say, you know what, I'm just going to put, put pause on these until I start to need them or feel I need them again. And it's amazing. Don, you know, it's, sorry, Don. You know what's interesting? Just listening to to what you said is that you know, and you hit the nail on the head. We've been in this hibernation mode, and a lot of those examples, most of those examples that you gave, are things that we were forced to change to, mm-hmm. and 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 the the socialization aspect of things as we continue to move out of this this COVID situation is such that that you know, it, gym memberships, for example. Going to the gym is a social outing also as well as a fitness outing for a lot of people. And they've missed that. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So as now it's finding out, okay, what do we leave behind? And perhaps it's all of these because we weren't perhaps using a lot of these before. And uh, we upped our cable and streaming service because we're stuck indoors with nothing to do. And there was for some time, there was no sports even on. So it's kind of interesting. So anyway, go through these lists and see what you actually think you'll be using going forward or simply cancel them all and find how long you can go without them. And then once you feel, oh, I need that, reordered it again after the fact. Um, number two, which kind of goes with the first one is start a new budget. Your incomes have definitely changed. And when, more importantly, the expenses have changed too. We're seeing interest rates rise. So perhaps uh, debt costs are going up. We're seeing obviously the gas pumps um, have gone back up and the fact people are driving back to work a lot more. So it's a double whammy. Well, before the gas prices were cheaper, nobody was driving. And now people are driving, the gas prices are up to all-time highs. Uh, look at how much you're going to start spending on dining, hotel, and travel. Because, again, look at what your vision is and what you'd like to get back to. Um, because we certainly didn't have the vision. We want to sit in the house and do, you know, do conference calls and Zoom calls with friends and have martinis over, over the Internet. That was not our vision. That's what we got forced to do. So now let's see what we can come back out of. As Warren Buffett says, starts with savings, you know, save an amount and spend the rest um, rather than the other way around where people often spend a lot of money and will try to save what's left over usually doesn't work out so well. So again, what concessions need to be made so that you can start to do the things you really want to do. Now, automatic savings investments and bill payments, maybe set up uh, some type of savings program um, for short term. Now we have a great product called an all-in-one. I know other institutions have it too, where it's a line of credit and a savings account all-in-one so that when you get your paycheck, it goes in, it pays off debt. And then at the end of the month, you write off, you write your checks or automatically pay off your bills and it creates the debt. But it's a very efficient way because as you got your paycheck, you're actually saving on interest costs. So that's one way of uh, kind of utilizing your, sorry, kind of saving and paying down debt at the same time. Um, look at your investments. You, you maybe should be automating a lot of these, your RSPs, your TFSAs, your RESPs for the kids and say, we're going to be doing these anyway. Why not do it monthly? And particularly, I had have to say the RESPs, the Registered Education Savings Plans. Um, trust me, they do get older. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, hey, how did this 17-year-old end up in my house? And now I got an education to pay for. So if we did it monthly, you don't, you pay their, for everything else for them monthly. Why not do the same for this? And, you know, um, Don, just let me interject there. Sure. And, you know, because, you know, I, I've got a daughter in university and, and, uh, and had kids later in life. So was smart enough to realize as soon as they were here that we had to start doing something. And that has been the, the most absolute blessing is to have done that every single year. And it was always difficult or it would come out a bit at a time. Actually, it was easy at the beginning. It got more difficult towards the end. <laughs> and, and more expensive. Exactly. And there's just more stuff. There's more things going on, more kids. And uh, that is one thing that, I, you know, anybody who's, uh, who's procreating really take a serious look at this. It is worth <laughs> well, it. It's 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 a blessing, but but the grant portion. I mean, that's that's been uh, amazing for so many people. Yeah, yeah. And, and and again, by the time they're seventeen, eighteen, it's like, oh, there it is. So it's it's perfect. Well, it's it's one thing to say, okay, you know what? Uh, you ask a client, would you like to get seventy two hundred dollars free from the government for education? Of course exactly. they would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Here's the catch: you have to put in 
36,000 and they will give you 7,200, 20%. And so by doing it, it's it's a no brainer really. And there really does make a difference and you get um, growth on their money too. So yeah, it's a, it's a great way to budget. And then talking about all automatic, maybe you should have your bill payments and your credit card payments be done automatically because those really two things, first of all, credit card, if you miss a credit card payment, it's expensive. Okay. The interest rates 30%. At the same token, it doesn't help your credit rating a whole lot either by missing a bill payment. So by doing this automatically, you're helping in a couple ways. So number four, uh, review your investments. I I know Gary alluded to this in in the previous topic of going through all the different areas, but should you do an RSP or should you do a TFSA? Um, Is your asset allocation correct? Times have changed. Again, time marches on. Next thing you say, I was 40, now I'm 50. I was 50, now I'm 60. You know, and maybe we should be changing the allocation because we've, it just creeps up on us. It's called age creep in my, my way of looking at it. It just creeps up. And next thing you know, it's like, wow, I'm not 25 anymore and I shouldn't be 90% equities. So you should rebalance your portfolio. Great time to do it. Springtime before things get nice and sunny and everybody's out in the golf course or outside or walking, et cetera, because we still have some weather things that kind of say, okay, we, it's better to do this now before things get nice outside. And uh, next would be insurance policies. I can't tell you, Scott and Gary, how often I've looked at clients and they've had insurance policies and they've had them for like 20 years. And quite often, two things. One is they, what has changed while well, they may have moved houses a few times and they needed a lot more insurance. Maybe one spouse stopped working or maybe they both stopped, started working. Maybe they paid off a mortgage. They don't even need the insurance. Whatever the reason is, it's a great time to increase or decrease your amount because it, it is scientific how much you should have. It's not just an aberration, just came up with this number. Um, and that number should change over time. So definitely look at your life insurance costs or, or, or coverage rather. And then there's disability. Disability coverage. Do you have it through work? Are you self-employed? Um, is there a risk there? 84% of all mortgage foreclosures is due to a disability because people do not have proper disability coverage. Critical illness is also another way to safeguard yourself and even health benefits. Take a look at your health benefits and if you and your spouse are working, make sure you're intertwining those properly and you're not leaving money on the table. And for that matter, hey, if you're getting some free massage or chiropractic work, why not use it? You're paying for it anyway. Um, Number six, evaluate your debt. Now you may wanna consolidate Enroll all your debt into one area. Uh, interest rates have gone up a little bit, uh, but the whole idea of consolidating often is two things. One is to try to get a lower interest rate on all your debt, if you can. Um, second, it's, it's to formulate a plan. So I'm gonna put this much per month on one payment to my debt, and I'm gonna put the excess towards say my RSP, and I'll take the tax savings and apply that to the RESP. And by doing a great plan with debt management, you can actually afford you can accomplish your debt goals and your investment goals all at the same time. So, and if you do have things such as credit card debt or Money Mart or any of those type, I'm a, obviously, we've talked about this many times on the show. I, I don't even think Money Mart should even be in business. Um, I think it's a, it's a and, and anything like those, these are hugely high interest rates that are really inflicting pain on people that cannot afford it. So um, that financial pain, Find another way to pay those off, even if it needs to go to an aunt, uncle, or what have you, parent. 
it's it's those are super high debts and get out of that cycle. Um, and again, we already talked about the all-on-one that we offer, and it's, again, it's a great way to consolidate that. Now, paradigm shift of your habits. As I said, um, we've kind of got into a bit of a funk, if you will, in the pandemic, and uh, perhaps you've been drinking too much alcohol. <laughs> okay, that's certainly been one of the nah. things that come up. Or I, too much stuff. Yeah, I don't eat anymore either. <laughs> uh, perhaps you put in a put on a few pandemic pounds uh so if that's the case maybe you would just want to say okay i'm going to change things up instead of having these zoom calls and having a cocktail hour with our friends we're going to get together and let's go for a walk let's it's hard to binge some- watch a, a series yeah. and not and not have the munchies right <laughs> <laughs> it's we've got honestly it has been a funk we've got it into and and who would have thought Two, over two years ago that this is a position a lot of us would be in a few years later. Um, number eight is get those wills and power of attorneys done. If I were to guess, give you a number, what percentage, Scott and Gary, do you think have a, a signed will of Canadians? I'd say 10% have a will. Okay. And Gary? Yeah, it's very low. I, I don't. I would say probably two to three out of every 10 people that we talk to. Okay. Well, you're not far off. 44% of Canadians have a signed will. So not as bad as you thought, Scott. Okay. But at the same token, it's still, you know, that's 56% don't have a will. I, have, I was I'm thinking, four- I was thinking of who had a financial planner. Sorry. Ah, Getting my back screwed up. No problem. No problem. <laughs> but there, 29% of those people don't even know where to start or even if they can afford a will and it, they don't cost much. And this is, this is a cornerstone of a financial plan is getting that in order and just get it done. Put a check in the box. That's part of your spring cleanup. Um, literally clean out old stuff. Like what a great time. You haven't had to be able to, haven't had a garage sale forever because of the pandemic. You haven't been able to throw stuff out. You maybe bought a bunch of stuff that's been delivered to your door and you don't even need it anymore. You know, there's really three areas it can go. You can donate it, get a tax receipt for it. You can sell it and get some cash, or you can just trash it and put them in those three categories and you will feel like you just accomplished so much by just getting rid of stuff. We kind of accomplished that when we moved up to the 14th floor here, Don, in in December, (laughs) didn't we? (laughs) It's amazing. Purging is really, it does feel great though, doesn't it, Gary? Yeah, we had a a move from our fourth floor to the 14th floor in our building downtown Hamilton. And uh, in two things. One is the views a lot better. And secondly, yeah, you don't need all that stuff that didn't have to go in the elevator all the way up. So yeah. Well, and it creates so much space for you to bring in other stuff, you know, in the future. (laughs) More important, more stuff. Yes. (laughs) So, but again, uh, again, a great opportunity to look at your financial goals and reset them and recommit them because it's almost like, Again, a New Year's resolution. Sometimes you just have to go back to the basics and say, okay, what am I trying to accomplish here? And things do change. So this is where a financial planner, certified financial planner can help you determine what's in order and make some priorities for you. Uh, Number 11, adjust some withholding tax on, on some of your sources of income. If you're getting old age security or Canada pension plan or a RIF, we can adjust how much you're taking off so you don't have to make tax installments and you don't have that nasty, how much do I owe the government at, in the end of uh, April every year? It, it's, you know, it's never fun to pay them, but it's nicer not to pay them a big lump sum, that's for sure. And uh, go over your credit report. 
there's another one. Um, you know, quite often there's errors. And so those errors can, can wipe out uh, some of your ratings. So why not check to see if it's all accurate? Um, number 13, sign up for that CRA website. We talked about that uh, not so long ago. A lot of people, a lot of Canadians don't even know it exists. And this is a great, there's so much information from your Canada pension plan to when your tax refund will show up. And finally, use those, all those gift cards that have been sitting around. Okay, we've had two years of gift cards, we couldn't use them. And by the way, they, they don't expire. This is a trick. They have, they have administration fees, which I did not know. So my son, Mitch, who's also on the show, grabbed a $25 Dairy Queen gift certificate from Christmas 2019, went to the Dairy Queen. The first 16 months, you could use it and you get the whole $25. After that, you get a deduction of $250 a month. Oh, man. To, yeah, he went to cash it in. It was only worth $2.50. Oh, and my. And he found out the same with his Maple View gift Small card. Small kid-sized cone. <laughs> <laughs> we went to getting... For all three of us, a nice uh, Dairy Queen of Bonanza. We ended up with a small kids cone. You're right. That's right. You're sharing a dilly bar, pal. You're sharing a dilly bar. Uh, and that wraps up the spring cleanup. All right. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here. Fox Group Private Wealth Management. You can find out more at donfox.net or call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905-972-7420. Going to take a quick break here. We're coming back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. You can find out more at donfox.net and you can call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905-972-7420. Gary, earlier in the show, you were talking about uh, the team financial process and, and what you go through and, and when a new client comes to the door, what the process uh, is. You wanted to add on to that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Scott. I just wanted to, to finish up a, a couple of quick thoughts before we move on. We basically, you know, we basically talked about the accountability and and results, which are are two of the major focuses that that we have, of course, when we're working with with our clients. Uh, so, you know, we've mentioned we've mentioned previously on the show that there are less than thirty percent of all financial advisors in Canada that hold their certified financial planner designation. And Don, Don added on to. Uh, to my comments earlier about about the CFP designation, um, and it's the gold standard of the industry, and it requires us to meet the challenges of fiduciary responsibilities, which again we alluded to in the, the first segment. Uh, so you know, the Fox team has over ninety five years of collective experience among our four advisors, and interestingly enough too which is very unique in this industry over 50 years of experience among our three administrative team members so a lot of experience and a lot of history mm. so if any of the processes and service standards that i mentioned in the in the first uh, segment are not part of your service that you are currently receiving from your financial advisor, please know that all of the processes that I covered off that I touched on are essential to a long-term relationship with successful results in terms of achieve, achieving your financial goals. 
And again, you, we, we often take for granted the admin side of our business. We are the front people, but nothing happens without our, thank God we have them behind us working, doing all the stuff that we put together because without Maureen, Leslie and Jen, nothing works. They are the, Can't the get out of the gate without that, right? Exactly. So shout out to the three of them because they just really make everything work and they make us look good. Absolutely do. Yes. So, um, uh, lastly, I just wanted to swing over to to credit card debt because there was a there was a survey done in a, a publication by Equifax, and I know a few weeks back Jay talked about Equifax in terms of of uh, people's ability to to determine what their what their uh, credit card or credit rating is and so on, and, and he talked about them as an organization. So what they've published is that the uh, the rising cost of living that we're experiencing right now, we talk a lot about inflation. Uh, is obviously driving more credit card usage in general. And total consumer credit card spending in the fourth quarter of 2021 was up 14.4% year over year. And that's that's significant. That's just credit card spending. Uh, so what that reveals, the, the average uh, monthly credit spent per client is $2,205 a month. Wow. And you put that in perspective in terms of disposable income of the average average family. Mm. So, you know, that's that's significant. And and consumers are making less payment for every dollar spent compared to the same period last year. So it's trending. It's trending in a direction that that is of some concern. Credit card users are paying down only 96 cents for every dollar that they spend. Sounds like the government. (laughs) (laughs) well they're 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 following is now (laughs) yeah they're following the instability that's out there that Mm. uh that uh was quoted by our our fearless leader um (laughs) and and obviously uh credit card balances in general as i said are rising so the average credit limit on new cards the limit so the lenders are fueling this the credit, the credit card limit has increased by 23% year over year. Significant. So yes, you can, you, here's your rate uh, increased credit limit. So therefore you can, you can put more on your card. And uh, so Equifax is, is tracking all this and they'll be continuing to, uh, you know, to provide information as we go along. And, you know, you bring up a very valid point, Gary, about, you know, coming out of the pandemic, Hey, we're increasing your credit to help you get through this pandemic and then look at the path or the pattern you're stuck in now. Right. Yeah. Is it, is it really, you know, for, for the consumer, because whose incomes have gone up by 23%. Exactly. There has been some increases, of course, but again, it, it not broadly across the, the, the population is there 20, 3% 3% increase. So this is very self-serving. It adds, if you give them more credit, they may use it kind of thing. And uh, it, it, unfortunately, this is where we often come in, they get in trouble. Clients get in trouble or clients, kids get in trouble. So it's a great point, Gary. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the thing is, um, and mortgages too, the, you know, the, the average loan amount, and this just makes sense because, because of the price of homes, but the average mortgage amount uh, was up 10% as well. So, so the lenders, um, you know, have to be very careful as yes. we, as we go along because it's very enticing, easy money, 
uh, finds its way, just like water does. <laughs> so, hundred percent. That's a great analogy. And one thing is mortgages because interest rates were lower, so then people could take on a greater debt. Um, but credit cards never lowered their interest rate; they stayed exactly where they were. So this is just pure extra inflow of revenue for whoever issued the these credit cards. Right, right, and and I guess the uh, the the last telling tale that this is definitely a trend: the the ninety plus day, over ninety day delinquency rate for credit cards has risen by three percent in a very short period of time. There you go. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. DonFox.net to find out more. You can call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905-972-7420. Quick break here. We're coming right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. We are planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan are here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. You can find out more at donfox.net. You can call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905-972-7420. It's nice to see the daisies coming out, Don, but uh, it also signals uh, tax time. Yeah, April 30th is the deadline, except this year, because it falls on a Saturday. So mm. it makes it May 2nd this year for all those tax from preparers that want to wait to the last possible day to put that in. There goes my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and for one thing that we, we almost forget about, there's so much you know, COVID-19 benefits. It, it, we haven't heard about them for so long, but however... People received them. There was the Canadian recovery recovery benefit, the, the Canada six, sickness benefit. There was a Canada recovery caregiver benefit. All these different acronyms we had. They're going to get a T4 slip. It's taxable. And in fact, if you got CRB and you earn greater than $38,000, you will have to repay all or part of that benefit you received in 2021. So not that's not even tax. That's simply a full repayment. And so it might be a rude awakening. I'm sure you may have got some kind of notification on that, but again, it's it's you're you're finally out of the woods now. The I guess if you ha- you get one positive out of this, you get to pick the year you get to claim the tax deduction for repaying it. So you can either pick the year you got the benefit, or the year you paid it back, whichever works out better for you. And this is important to either if you do your own tax returns to know this, or at least tell the tax preparer because uh, they may not necessarily know that or which year to put it on. And sometimes it's refiling an old tax return. Uh, This year we get to claim up a whole hundred dollars from last year, $500 um, from working from home expenses. So last year was uh, was $400, this year's it's $500. And so really, as we've talked about in a couple of shows, there's two methods using the T2200 form and to calculate your, your working from home expenses. Um, so you do the detailed way, or you simply go $2 a day. And if it works out to 250 days, you're up to your $500. Uh, the personal exemption keeps going up with inflation. And it is actually going up a bit higher than inflation. It's three, 13808 meaning you can earn that amount of income before paying tax. And it is on its way to 15000 for 2023. Woohoo! Yeah, so 
there you go. Um, tax brackets also creep up with inflation. Uh, so again, the 20% tax bracket in 2021 was uh, went from 20,822. Well, now and it goes went all the way up to 45,000. Now it's going to go to 21,320, going up to 46,000. So that's a 20% tax bracket, which is important to know when you're trying to figure out where trying to get income into that bracket. Now that's a 2.4% increase. Weirdly enough, they did not increase the 53.53% bracket. In fact, they hadn't increased it since they came out with it. They stayed at, if you made over 220,000, you're at the 53.53% tax bracket. Finally, some brackets kind of jammed in together and they did increase it to 221,709. And it, so it went up by 0.78%. So at the end of the day, we all try to avoid that if possible and particularly for estate planning. So it's good to make sure you, and we talked about this on many shows on how to pay tax at lower brackets to avoid that 53.53%. Now, old, old age security has been clawed, the clawback um, in, in 2021 was uh, 79,845 and you lost it all once you got up to 129,757. For this year, it's 81,761 when you start to lose it and you lose it all at 133,141. So that's again, using that 2.4% inflation model. The Canada Pension Plan contributions have been going up tremendously. In fact, from 2010 to 2015, they went up by about 14.6%. For 2015 to 2020, they went up by about 17%. Well, just in the last two years, They've gone up by 20%. And this is all part of this formula for us to pay more into our Canada pension plan to, to get a better benefit. So um, the RSP limits, they're also up again. Um, last year, 2021 was 27,830. Most people don't need to know this because they simply look at their notice of assessment. But I would, did like to say that if you do make over 162,000, you, you're at the maximum amount that you can contribute. So there's a few tax credits that have changed. Disability tax credit have added a few things. In Ontario, there's a senior home um, safety tax credit, which means you can uh, apply for up to $10,000 to make your home safer, and you'll get a 25% credit on, onto that. So that's $2,500. And there's even a temporary Ontario jobs training credit. So you can um, use up to a credit of $2,000 it's 50% of the cost. So a bunch of credits, a few new deductions um, to be aware of, but I, I, it's kind of to go through the checklist that applies to you and see if you should bring some of these to your tax preparer uh, mind before you get it started. We are planning. No, we have been planning your financial future. I'm Scott Thompson. Don Fox and Gary Hogan have been here from Fox Group Private Wealth Management. DonFox.net to find out more, or you can call them at IG Private Wealth Management at 905-972-7420. Thank you, gentlemen. Another great show. Have yourself a great week. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Great weekend, guys. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.